Let's record our theme song right now. No. Different death. No. No? No. Are we not? No. I think no, I think we got it in that first take. (laughs) Different death's a podcasting. Let's start with apologies. We are told that last episode the network did not appreciate our flagrant misuse of the word showstopper. Sorry. Welcome to Guess the movie. I like that we weren't saying it at the same time. I think that gave it some charm. Okay, so you are going to guess. I am going to guess. All right, we're doing 30 seconds. Ready? Yep. And. Uh, Sorry, I'm waiting till the clock gets to a round number so I can start. Okay. And. 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 Okay, go. Uh, Jeff Bridges is inconvenienced. Um, uh, uh, Big Lebowski. Dustin Hoffman, in a wig, kidnaps two children and Hook. only seems Hook. to care it's what the boy thinks. Hook. <laughs> Hook. <laughs> uh, Gene Wilder maintains a callous attitude towards disappearing children. Oh, uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Boom. Tim Allen grows fatter, not funnier. Oh, um, that's... that's mean. You wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, the Christmas one. It's Tim Allen in... It's Christmas, right? Christmas with Tim Allen. That's the movie. <laughs> no, it's the Santa Claus. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't Christmas know. It's with, like... Whatever. Home Improvement <laughs> Holiday Edition. Okay. I don't know. It's okay, the same okay, fucking okay. thing. Okay, we're running out of time. Okay, We're sorry. doing a full 60 seconds. Ugh. Emo Barber the movie. Oh, um, Scissor Hands. <laughs> Edward Scissor Hands. It's... Right? No, that's no, a Sweeney Todd. <laughs> no, that's the same movie. It's um, yeah, it's just Johnny okay, Depp fine. being pale, right? No. It's the same fucking movie. You're right. No, listen, I'm not gonna fight you. We're okay. way over on time. You're gonna, we're Ugh. gonna do one more. Here's the bonus. Yeah. Three men and one boat too small. Oh, that's Jaws. That's our time, everybody. (laughs) Hey, uh, before we start, I wanted to offer a content warning. Uh, This month, I was very excited to bring forward an unsolved murder. Uh, Jenna and my favorite podcast to listen to is My Favorite Murder. And so about a month ago, I stumbled across a murder and I was like, I want to do this for the show. And I talked to Jenna. She was like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, You'll see later she doesn't remember that conversation and I feel bad about that. But you guys should be warned. Uh, The first piece is uh, severe. It's dark. Um, It has, you know, a murder in it. Someone dies. Uh, And also there's definitely... Uh, emotional abuse involved, so it's a heavier piece, uh, but it will be followed directly by a very uplifting piece by Jenna, so prepare yourself for emotional lip whiplash. Lip wash? Prepare yourself for emotional lip wash. Okay. So, tell me about this girl whose name sounds like a jelly bean. Okay. 
so um, let's let's start with um, oh yeah, so Jelly Bean, right? Her her name is Angela, and her mom's name is Angela as well. So everyone calls her Jelly. Um, and I'd like to start our story in terms of her in 1922 in Austria. So Q, you know, when I say that, I'm like thinking of someone in Lederhosen, despite the fact that that's like Northern Germany. This is blatantly wrong of me, but like, I don't know. What do you think when I say 1922 Austria? Honestly, nothing. It's like, I draw a blank. Like pretzels? I don't know. Um, anyway, it's no. 19... No? <laughs> Those big, soft pretzels? Not even? Okay. Okay, so what's happening? Paint me a goddamn... <laughs> okay, so 1922. We're in, we're in Austria, and uh, Jelly Raubel is 14 years old. Um, and Uncle Alfie is visiting. This is her first time meeting Uncle Alfie, her mother's half-brother. We know him better as Adolf fucking Hitler, right? And at, like, we can just fast forward three years. That was their first meeting. And three years later, um, Adolf invites Angela, Jelly's mother, to be his caretaker. And 17-year-old Jelly and her younger sister, I'm not sure, older si younger sister, move in with their half-uncle and their mother um, in Germany. Two years later, uh, so she is 19 at this point, he asks her mother to move to his larger and rarely frequented estate and has Jelly move in to his personal apartment. So she had her own room on the same floor as as his, but they're living together. And often she's seen accompanying him to the opera, to va on vacation. Who's accompanying who? Jelly is accompanying Hitler or Jelly's mom? Jelly. Uh, Jelly, his half-niece, is accompanying him to the opera, on vacation, social this events. This is already very rapey. This is already what? Creepy? Rapey. Yeah, yeah. Rapey. Super, yeah, fucking, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a definite power dynamic at play, and the, the nature of their relationship is heavily debated. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to stick to just the verifiable shit, which is that um, she's 19, he's 38, they're living in the same apartment, uh, she's seen at social events, on vacation, at the opera, literally hanging on his arm. Um, and... Gross. Yeah. Pretty gross. Um, and it's worth noting at this point that this, like, this sort of weird, creepy, avuncular love... Uh, turned romantic is what created Adolf fucking Hitler in the first place, right? Um, his mom, Clara, 
was his father's first cousin once removed. Um, and Clara moved in as a housekeeper as a teenager while Alois, uh, Adolf Hitler's father, was still married to his first wife. So Alois is married to his... Alois's first wife invites teenage Clara in as a housekeeper and at the time she called him uncle even though they were cousins and then when she was 25 and he was 48 they married and those are Adolf's parents so this creepy weird vibe between Hitler and his half-niece is kind of echoey of the creepy vibe between his parents. Great. <laughs> I I did warn you this would be like dark and fucked up, right? You did not, but that's fine. I do continue. I did like a month ago. Uh. Yeah, I definitely remember everything you said to me one month ago. <laughs> okay. Did I... Is this... Keep going. You fucking finish it. Well, I... What happens? Okay. Uh, so, back to Munich. Uh, whether or not their relationship was anything more than familiar, like, or, sorry, fa familial, there's a disgusting power dynamic at play. Um... It's most evident when Hitler learns that his niece, Gelly, has been seeing his personal chauffeur, uh, Emil Maurice. He demands that they end the tryst and fires Maurice. And after this point, Hitler no longer allows Gelly to go out on her own. She is always either watched by Hitler personally or a bodyguard that he has hired. Um, Ew. So this prolonged period... This poor girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and this, this prolonged period of her surveillance lasts in total four years until September of 1931. And during that last year, Jelly has been writing to Austrian friends of hers about her plan to escape to, to Vienna, uh, but those plans were never realized. On Friday night, Hitler is witnessed shouting up to the window that Jelly is leaning out of. After that public argument later that night, he catches a late train out of town. He returns the following day um, because Jelly is found dead with Hitler's gun in her lifeless hand and a bullet through her lung. Um, and How old is she now? She, Still 19? She is 21. She's, okay. she's 21 okay. and he would be 40 at this point. Um, and at this point, a hasty autopsy is completed and the, it's determined that the cause of death was suicide. Her body was buried and two days later, the newspapers were notified. 
Now, the, yeah, no, all of that, all of that checks out. Super normal, not at all suspicious activity. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, who shoots themselves in the lung? No, you definitely, like, you're supposed to put the gun in your mouth facing up, shoot through the brain. Not back, because then you just hit your spine. Why would you shoot yourself in the lung? That would be a very, very slow, painful death. It would just be, you'd just be choking on your own blood, blood for minutes. Right. Yeah, so I, I choose to believe that fucking hit, like, pretty consequential evidence that Hitler did it, you know? And like he, I mean, he killed a lot of fucking people. What's of people. one more to him? Exactly. So many rumors circulated. Some claimed that Jelly was found with a broken nose. Some surrounded the nature of their relationship before she was found dead. Uh, one newspaper outright declared Hitler the culprit, pointing out the unfinished letter. Uh, to a friend with no mention of depression or suicide, um, the unlikely location of shooting oneself in the lung for a self-inflicted wound. Um, and uh, at the time, the Nazi party had meetings discussing who they would replace Hitler with because they assumed that this would be the end of his political career. And Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's the most interesting part, I think. That, that there was a meeting discussing who would replace him. Yeah. yeah. Though, to be fair, if I were being kept under watch by him constantly, you know, suicide wouldn't be out of the question if that was her entire life. That was... And everyone knew who she was. She couldn't really escape. I'm not... I'm in no way defending him. He probably did it, but just... It, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. But the lung thing, I mean, I'm sure she was smart enough to know that that's not how you do that. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think so. So, uh... Well, damn. Yeah. I feel like I should have given you a more explicit and timely warning about the content here. Uh, well, we could always give the viewers what we did not have. Yeah. Warning, somebody's gonna die. Eventually all of us. But for now, and in this story, a person. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Mine is a little more lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, as you may imagine... <laughs> This is the story of William Windsor. Will Have you heard of this individual? No, he sounds... I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that he is yeah. British. Oh, hey! You're correct. Hey! You're correct. Whoa, He's British. Look at that. Fucking He's British. Hell. Look at that. Would, would, you, would you just look at that? William Windsor served as a lance corporal in the British Army for eight years. 
in the early 2000s. So you're right, he's British. What you probably didn't know, and arguably the most fascinating fact about him, is that he's a cashmere goat. What? He's a... <laughs> William motherfucking Windsor is the kind of goat that you, whose, whose hair you, is made into cashmere. Very fancy goat. Very I, fancy, greatest of all time, William Windsor. I'm going to need a moment to, because I was picturing, like, a British chap <laughs> Yeah, to, in are a you petty... visualizing? And let me tell you how you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm letting go of my image of some white fucker in a petticoat, and I'm latching on to... He's, he's white. He's a white... <laughs> <laughs> he's a white goat. Can you... Um, would you send me Wait. an image? Should I look up William sure. Windsor? No, don't look him up because I want to tell you about him. Okay. <laughs> look him up after this. Okay. Everyone should go look him up after this because he's very regal. He's dressed very nicely. He has these big horns. He's Wait, white. His dressed, really long hair. He's dressed. Oh, he's still wearing regalia. He's in the he's in the British military. Greg, have some respect. <laughs> He's wearing regalia. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. So, I, as was literally the moment I found out that William Windsor existed and, and who he was, immediately I knew that this was going to be the topic <laughs> that I, I had to tell you about this. Because, like you said, your goal is to, is to like, find things that'll get me worked up and, like, interest me. My goal is to give you a, a chortle. Okay. Or even a chuckle, perhaps. Well. So, William Windsor, uh, he, he served, like I said, for eight years, um, except for uh, the only time he was not a Lance Corporal was for a three-month period during his service be, because of, and I quote, inappropriate behavior during the Queen's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only imagine... Uh, I'm uh, I'm about to tell you, and not only I mean it's it's made worse by the fact that there's it's behavior with an OU, which makes it like it gives it more gravitas. Behavior. I think. Um, behavior. Behavior. He failed to keep in step, and he tried to headbutt a drummer, <laughs> <laughs> and, and was and was and was charged with displaying a general lack of decorum. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, a poor guy. He got demoted, but not to worry, an animal rights group from Canada, for some reason involved in all this, uh, protested his demotion. <laughs> what? And, uh, <laughs> what year is this? This was in the early 2000s still. The like, what's great is that Canada's clubbing baby seals left and right, and they're like, but excuse us. If we're going to let you fucking demote this goat. <laughs> okay, so it's 2000, so you, Canada Canada and Great Britain no longer have the t It's the same queen. It's our, it's like the same queen that we know from the television set. Oh my God. The same you're, queen. From, from the TV? From the television set. It's the same queen that is in power now. Holy shit. Right? I forget how old she is. She is so, so old. So it's her so birthday. It was her birthday. <laughs> this queen you know and love. So this animal rights group um, 
eventually won, then uh, William Windsor regained his rank, um, but only after having a summer to reflect on his behavior. Oh. Uh, which I'm sure he did with great depth um, and... and Yeah. So uh, he eventually retired to the zoo in 2009. Uh, he still works there, or I guess reti is still retired there. Um, he has a much more uh, lower stress life. Um, his hoof steps, hoof steps were followed by William Windsor II. Uh, who is currently undergoing training for military life. He's not quite ready. He was really young. Um, what? His rat is... Wait. <laughs> what's the... I, I, you, this is all real. Look, look, look. You're on a roll here, and I, I'm interrupting it, and I'm sorry for that, but I need to know... You're fine. ...what the purpose yes. of a goat in a military is even... Yeah, sure. No, um, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> uh, I do have a little short brief section on uh, the tradition of royal goats, if, if you'd like yeah. that, um, before we get into William Windsor II. <laughs> yeah, talk to me. Um, <laughs> talk to me about the long tradition. Would you like me to walk you through <laughs> like, how we got here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so... The tradition of royal goats, specifically, has been around since 1775. What? <laughs> so, there have been royal goats since before America was colonized. Since... <laughs> or, or during its colonization. Be before, it was, before it became a, a country. Right. Before it was independent. Run by... Before it was... Yeah, right, right. Before... Of Britain. 1775. Um, and this started when a wild goat with, with big dreams, uh, or maybe who was just very lost, wandered onto a battlefield during the American Revolutionary War and accidentally led the Welsh <laughs> in a battle. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this shit up. <laughs> When you say led the um, Welsh, I'm picturing every member of that country is somehow in the <laughs> Revolutionary War following a goat through, and there's yes. like bombs going off on either side. I, I like to imagine that everything stopped <laughs> when this goat wandered onto the <laughs> battlefield. <laughs> and for a brief moment, every the goat had everyone's attention and... and we were not so divisive. Wow. Make America goat again. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, no. Oh, and then uh, I think, I don't, it didn't specify, but I'm pretty sure that, um, that this particular goat uh, was named Taffy. Uh, I only think Taffy that because um, another Welsh, another Taffy the goat, I think only because um, another Welsh goat, whose name was Taffy the Fourth, served in the First World War. So, they're, they're, I, you're probably wondering, like, what did they, did they contribute to this? Um, what, how, what is their involvement? Uh, their primary duty is to march at the head of the battalion. Um, they're also required to be present for all parades and ceremonial duties. 
Okay. So, uh, William Windsor II, the successor to the aforementioned William Windsor, um, he's undergoing training. They found him. There was this whole long detour that we're not going to take about how the goat population was waning because they had thick. They had like. Uh, neutered all the goats and so then they couldn't find one that was in the royal bloodline we're not even going to fucking touch that with a 10 foot pole it would just take all night and it's also you the whitest shit I've ever read in my life weird so William Windsor II that's not like the top of your list of things to talk no. about not tonight at least not on a Wednesday okay we've already William Windsor II yeah. as payment Wait, what? Hitler? William II is what? William Windsor II receives uh, rations in, in return for his service, aside from, obviously, the clout that comes in the goat community with being uh, a part of the military. Um, he receives a ration of two cigarettes per day. What? <laughs> Which he eats. He doesn't. <laughs> he eats the cigarettes. I know. He eats two that cigarettes per day. Unhealthy. And apparently, once he gets older, I, I don't think cigarettes are healthy no matter how you consume them, especially this way. Apparently, once he's old enough, they're going to give him Guinness, the beer. <laughs> Wait, how old so does a goat to need to be to. to drink? Is it... It's not... It doesn't say. I, I don't... 18? 21? <laughs> I don't know. How old do goats? <laughs> well, it's be? definitely not 21. I don't think they live long enough to wait till they're 18. Would it be okay Honestly, with you? Honestly, I didn't look up the drinking age for goats. Could I look it up and we'll splice it in like here? Uh, as it turns out, we could not find the official age for a military animal to enjoy beer, but we did discover that dark multi beers are the healthiest for your livestock. So enjoy. Is that okay? Well, look it up later. Let me. Yeah, look it me, up. If you look it up later, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'll look it up later. I'll record myself being like, we looked it up. Drinking <laughs> age for goats yeah, is. Yeah. Addendum. Yep. Yeah. This is the drinking age for goats. So, uh, William Windsor is not the first military goat to get into trouble, as you may imagine, what with him being an actual goat. Um, in right. the past, goats have been accused of such crimes as, and these are all quotes, disrespect to an officer. Okay. Disgraceful act of subordination. Yes. And... Prostitution. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How? I listen. <laughs> if we had time to go down every single how in this story, we would we would never talk about anything else because this entire thing is nonsense. So, we're. I'm going to tie it all up by telling you that um, just 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 as a, as an epilogue here because that's. That's that's the, the that situation. As an epilogue, um, it's important to note that military animals and military mascots are different. They're not the same. So military mascots represent um, a, a group of the military, whereas 
military animals are in the military. Right. <laughs> Such as WW the first and second. Um, there have also been other military animals. Um, we won't go into as much detail, but you should know uh, the most notable one that I found is Nils Olav. He is a colonel-in-chief of the Norwegian King's Guard and also a penguin. Oh, I want pictures. I need pictures of all of this. This one, I will show you a photo. Don't look him up. I have a particular photo in, in, that, that you need to see. Yeah. Let me show you. Yes, please. Don't look it up. Um, so I found it. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text it to you. You're going to see it, and then I'm going to finish this up. So this is a photo of Nils Olav doing his job. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> mm. Oh. Sweet boy. Yeah. Oh my. That's him. That's him. Gosh. Yeah. Is he inspecting their uniforms? For those who can't see this, that's exactly what he's doing. I'm not even joking. That's what he's doing. Oh, my fucking God. He's walking down a rank. (laughs) He's walking down a a length of individuals in uniform, and he's wearing his little patch on his shoulder and his little fin that says what he's doing, and he's got his little arms out, and he's looking up at them, and he is the caption to that photo explains that he is inspecting their uniforms. Oh, my fucking God. It's too much. Um, and that little guy, he's unfortunately not with us anymore. He died in 87. Oh. But not before, not before moving up the ranks and being promoted to sergeant. Sergeant Nils? And then the fact, Sergeant Nils, the penguin. And then the final fact that I'll leave you with is that his successor... Nils Olav II was eventually awarded knighthood. By the Norwegian government? Kingsguard. Kingsguard. So there is a knight, there is a Sir Nils Olav II, and he is a penguin, and he is more important than we will ever be. And those are the stories. And now for our celebrity guest, Owen Wilson. I'm, I'm hearing that Owen Wilson could not make it. He is sending his cat, Piddles, instead. Talk to us, Piddles. Wow. 